The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the Son of David. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mercifully assist us, O Lord God of our salvation, that we may enter with joy upon the contemplation of those mighty acts whereby you have given us life everlasting through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. All right, raise your branches. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. We praise and thank you, O God, for the great acts of love by which you have redeemed us through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. On this day, he entered the holy city of Jerusalem, of Jerusalem in triumph, and was acclaimed son of David and king of kings by those who scattered their garments and branches of palm in his path. We ask you, we ask that you bless these branches and those who bear them, and grant that we may ever hail him as our Lord and King and follow him with perfect confidence through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen, and let's sing celebratory. Let's sing loudly. Hymn number 108.
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, in your endless love for the human race, you sent your, our Lord Jesus Christ to take on our nature and to suffer death on the cross. In your mercy, enable us to share in his obedience to, sh to your will and in the glorious victory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy and merciful God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Let us come before God, confessing our sin. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, God has given his son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins as a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated at this time. I invite the little Lutherans with your palms. Do you have palms? Bring them up. Grant, are you going to come up? Here we go. Hi, Ava Marie. Ooh, just like Jesus, no shoes. Good deal. <laughs> How are you, Grant? Long time no see, huh, Grant? No. How are you, Waylon? Oh, I love your... Um, do, the, does the penguin have a name? It's Wilkesbury penguin. You call him Wilkes or Barry? Or Scranton? Oh. Is that the mascot of the baseball team? Or is he just a random guy? Okay. Well, you're, I'm glad you're here. So today, what day is it, guys? Palm. Why is it called Palm Sunday? Do you guys know? No? Because remember back 2,000 years ago, Jesus came riding in, and who was, what were the people doing when they saw Jesus? What? Okay. 
Well, they were holding the palms, but what were they actually throwing down in the middle, uh, in the path of Jesus? No, it wasn't palms. Well, flowers too, but what's another kind of thing? Well, probably leaves. Yeah, it's kind of hard. How about like blankets? Yeah, and uh, other pieces of cloth, right? So things that you normally uh, have in your house. Pretty crazy, don't you think? How many of you would do that? Would your parents came home, would you run out and throw down your uh, blanket in front of their cars? No. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yes, you would. I do not own any responsibility if that were to happen later, guys. Yeah, okay. So, now t let's talk about palms. So, Back, if you've been to Jerusalem, the main kind of trees that you see there are palm trees. They're, so there's a, there are trees that are really tall. They're like 40, 30, 40, 50 feet high. And they are, uh, and their branches or their leaves are these. These are leaves, are palm leaves. And there, as far as I know, there are two types of palm trees. There are the coconut palm trees that you know of. Do you like coconut? Who likes coconut? Oh, I love coconut. Yeah, coconut milk, all that stuff, it's really good. But then there's another, there's another kind of palm tree, so it's called date palms, right? Date palms, who's ever had a date? Eating-wise, I mean. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we do have dates at the house, right? Um, dates, you eat what? Sure, you do? Okay. Anyway, so the dates, but it's important, you've got to understand the date part, because date um, was the main fruit of that area. They grew best in the dry climate of Israel. And so in a way, dates is, um, is, a, is a way of talking about life. So to use something about the, from, the, uh, from the tree, of, uh, from the date tree, was in a way talking about life-giving. And so it wasn't an accident that Jesus' followers would use date Date palms, in a way, it's symbolically saying that Jesus gives us life. And then if you look at the veins, if you look at the leaves, look at it closely, split it apart, see like that. You look at it and you see all of these, um, all of the straight things that go up and down. I call them veins. Right? My dad was a big time gardener, so he explained this to me once. But um, that's where the water comes in, right? And so this thing seeps up water from the main part of the trunk. And it just sucks up water all the way to the end. And if you, what, that's opposite. Okay, this way. And if, you, um, and if you let this thing grow, it'll just grow tall and big and long. And eventually, some of these leaves can be taller than me. Now, granted, I'm short, but you know, that's pretty tall still. How tall are you, uh, Frank? Are you? Yeah, it's taller than him. Okay. So it gets rid so, uh, so and it's able to do that because it's able to suck up the water in these little tiny veins. You can feel the ridges when you um, feel across it. And that's just sucking up the, the, the water and it gets strengthened. So in many ways, the palm tree represents life. And Jesus represents life for us. He gives us life. And the date tree, which was the most prominent tree, most visible, most abundant tree in Israel, was the tree that they used to show that Jesus was the king of king and the Lord of all life. Isn't that amazing? It's pretty cool. So what I want you to think about this week, this is the holiest week of the year. This is the most important year, week of the church, okay? So if anybody ever asks you, what's the most important week? What do you say? 
Palm Sunday. It starts with Palm Sunday. The week is called Holy Week. Yeah, that's right, and it ends with Easter, right? When I was growing up, it ended with Easter breakfast, but uh, that's the wrong focus. But think about this. This is the most important week. What happens during this week? Do you guys remember? Jesus is, he hangs on the cross, right? They nail him to the cross. That's on Friday. We'll talk about that. And then he uh, eats a big dinner, yeah, and that's why we do communion every so often, twice a month. We do communion because Christ told us to remember. A lot of the stuff we do today comes out of Holy Week. Easter, the reason why we worship on Sunday is because Sundays are considered little Easter's. That's why we always have church on Sundays and not any other day. Okay? And so everything comes out of Holy Week. Well, not everything, but most everything we do in church, in worship is because of Holy Week. It's just that important. So I want you to remember, when you go home, you should take time to talk with your parents about the importance of this week, okay? And every day there's something big that happens during this week, and I'm going to share that in other ways, okay? So let us close with the prayer, and I want you to celebrate when we can, and then prepare the rest of the week to celebrate the Easter good news, okay? All right, let's close with prayer. Dear Lord, we love you so much. We're so grateful that you give us life that you love us to give us in every way possible the necessities that we need. But Lord, it came at great cost, and we're so grateful that you were willing to do all that you could to be with us. Lord, we ask you to bless us now as we venture into this week. Help us mindful, to be mindful of all that you mean to us and everything that we do. Lord, help us now. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Who wants some um, uh, gummies? Out there, are? okay. That's Ritz crackers. All right. Just pick one. This is not a restaurant. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There. You, there. Perfect. Let us on this holy uh, day. Confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father and the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. <coughs> Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He is ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
let us now lift up our prayers, things of, of concerns and petitions that are most closest to our hearts. Lord, on this gorgeous morning where you reveal yourself in the sunshine, in the bees that flutter between plants, in the glorious blooms and blossoms of the daffodils and crocuses, let us ever be mindful of the gift you continue to give us every day, the gift of life, the gift of friends and families and community. Lord, on this day, we're grateful for, for, for your son's willingness to give life to all of us. Through the, from his act of entering the city all the way to the resurrection morning, we are so grateful that we live a life that is confident in the working of your son and his life-giving ways. Lord, we lift up to you uh, the community that you have surrounded us with, the people that we see daily, and how we see you in each of us, in all the faces that we encounter, we are reminded of your beautiful presence. Lord, keep us focused upon you in all the faces that we encounter, and help us to love all that we see. Lord, we lift up to you all those who are not able to be with us this morning because they are not able to. We especially, Lord, remember Herman, Bruce, Hulda, Christine, Sue, Ray, Roger, Wilbur, Linda, Randy, Ed, Kay, Edna, Thelma, Carl, and Carol. Lord, and we lift up to you all those that we don't know but are not able to be with your congregations this day. We lift them all up, trusting that you will care and guide and bring them to their community when they are healed. Lord, we lift up to you this congregation that we continue to be uh, focused upon the calling that you have for us and be focused on the mission that you have set before us. Allow us to continue to be faithful in the work that we are doing and in the words and deeds that we do so that your faith, your love is proclaimed to all the community around here. And allow us each individually to see this day as not a beginning of a week of mourning, but a time of remembrance of all the things that you've done for us and how you will go to the, to the furthest degree to bring about hope, reconciliation, and everlasting life for all of us. And let the lessons of this week, Lord, be, be lessons that we can then bring out into the community. Lord, we lift up to you all those who make decisions for us on the national level all the way down to the municipalities. Let them, Lord, be guided by you, have their decisions, and have them be mindful that what they say and do has ramifications for the ministry that you've set before them. Lord, we lift up to you our partnership with St. John's, that we continue to seek ways in which we can walk hand in hand with them, looking out and projecting into the future as we do ministry together. And allow us as together, as a group together, be a stronger voice of justice, of love, and of hope for the, all the larger community. But more importantly, Lord, as we individually prepare to enter into this week, 
allow each and every one of us to feel your presence, to hear your words, the silent whisperings that you give us. Allow us to delve deeper into your truths, into your words, into our acts of worship so that you are more revealed to us in all that you do. In the acts of worship this week, in the words that we read, and in the interactions that we engage in, allow us, Lord, to do so with a spirit of love, spirit of worship, a spirit of living your life that you've given us so that we can worship and praise and glorify you in the ways that we are asked. Lord, we lift this and all the other prayers, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share that peace with one another. Please rest. Let us pray together the offertory prayer. Merciful God, receive the sacrifice of our praise and thanksgiving and the offering of our lives that following in the way of the cross, we may know the joy of the resurrection through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated.
first lesson today is from Isaiah. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher, that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me, who will declare me guilty. The word of the Lord. The response of Psalm is chapter 31. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with sorrow, and also my throat and my belly. I am the scorn of my enemies, a disgrace to my neighbors, a dismay to my acquaintances. When they see me in the street, they avoid me. For I have heard the whispering of the crowd. Fear is all around. They put their heads together against me. They plot to take my life. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. The second lesson is from Philippians chapter 2. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did, did not re regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord.
Today's Gospel is from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 22, starting at verse 14. Glory to you, O Lord. When the hour came, he took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly awaited, or I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf and bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with, is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined. But woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another which one of them it could be, it could be, or it could be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which one of them was to be regarded as the greatest. But he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must become like the youngest and the leader like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is a, who's at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you, just as my Father has conferred on me a kingdom, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, listen, Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail, and you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the cock will not crow this day until you have denied three times that you know me. He said to them, when I sent you out without a purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? They said, no, not a thing. He said to them, but now the one who has a purse must take it, and likewise the bag. And the one who has no sword must sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you, this scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted among the lawless. And indeed, what is written about me is being fulfilled. They said, Look, look, here are two swords. He replied, It is enough. He, he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not come into this time of trial. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. 
In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. When he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. While he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? When those who were around him saw what was, what was coming, they asked, Lord, should we strike with the sword? Then one of them struck the slave with the high priest and cut off his right ear, but Jesus said, No more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said with the chief priests, the officers of the temple police, and the elders who had come for him, Have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. But Jesus was following at a, but Peter was following at a distance. When they had kindled the fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man also was with you. And, but he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else, on seeing him, said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then, about an hour later, yet another kept insisting, Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? They kept heaping many other insults on him. When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together, and they brought him to the council. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us, he replied. If I tell you, you will not believe, and if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. All of them asked, Are you then the Son of God? He said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from our own lips. Then the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate, they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent and said, He stirs up the people by teaching throughout Judea, from Galilee where he began even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked 
whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time, because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the elders, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people. And here I have examined him in your presence, and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Then they all shouted together, Away with this fellow! Release Barabbas for us! This was a man who had been put in prison for an insurrection that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sentence of death, but I will therefore have him flogged and then release him. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that he be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demand should be granted. He released the man they asked for, they, the one uh, who had been put in prison for the insurrection and murder, and he handed Jesus over as they wished. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country, and they laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A great number of people followed him, and among them were women who were beating their breasts and wailing for him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are surely coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that had never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do this, when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others also, who were criminals, were led away to be put to death on him. When they came to the place they called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. For they cast lots to divide his clothing, and the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? 
And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your paradise. He replied, Today I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, while the sun's light failed and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly, this man was innocent. And when all the crowds who had gathered there for the spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home, beating their breasts. And all his acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph, who, though a, count, a member of the council, had not agreed to their plan and action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea, and he was waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where, he, where no one had ever been laid. It was the day of preparation and the Sabbath was beginning. The woman who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointment. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandments. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise be to God. 